kid. Well, praise the Lord. Bear with us this morning. We give God thanks for another day. We glorify his holy name. This is Faith Restoration Ministries coming to you again, acknowledging this special day. We are not going to, we're not celebrating the day, Good Friday, 2022, but we are celebrating the fact that God, who loved us so much, his creation, to have given us Jesus Christ, his son, to die on Calvary's cross for us. This is what we remember on a day such as this. And during the year, all the other 364 days, we are constantly being reminded of God's love towards mankind. That's our topic this morning. God's love towards mankind. And if God had not loved us, if he didn't care for us, we would have no hope today. But because of the love of God, oh, praise God, that is shed abroad, that this morning, you and I, whether you're a sinner or saint, you and I, everyone, so long as you're mortal, we have hope in Jesus Christ because he died on the cross for us. This morning, our topic is God's great love to mankind. Let us pray. Father, we truly give you thanks and praise for your goodness, for your mercies, for your love, for your care. We thank you that, oh God, you look down, my God, through the ages. You saw us. It wasn't just those persons who were there uh, by the, the foot of the cross and those who were saved since then and before, but all the way down through the ages that here we are, 2022, and we can still celebrate the love of God, recognizing the great love you have towards mankind to have sent your only begotten son to come into the world to die for us sinners. We thank you. We appreciate it. Forgive us those times when we forget. Forgive us those times when we didn't even pause to reflect your goodness towards us. Forgive us those times, Lord, we turned away from you. Forgive us. But Lord, we thank you. You gave us another chance. Here we are, 2022, Good Friday morning, when we can say, Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his care, his compassion, his forgiveness, his mercy, his grace. We praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank God. We ask Holy Spirit that you take full control. Take full control of this program this morning, this message. Speak to everyone who has a need. Everyone, whatever his or her situation is, that the word will speak directly to that individual, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. We praise the Lord this morning again, and we give him thanks. This is Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We are on the web at www.frministry.org. Our aim is for mankind, everywhere we go, wherever we are, we want to reach the lost for Christ. Our theme is 
What does the word say here at Shekinah Theological College? If you're looking for somewhere to study the word, this is what we do here. We study the word. Forget about the classics. We study the word of God because it's a word of God that's going to stand with us when we stand in the judgment. It won't be all those other things that you're learning. It will be what do you know and whether Jesus himself knows you. Amen? Because if he doesn't know you, regardless of all the good things that you have done, all the great things you have done, if you do not know Jesus Christ, if you do not have a relationship with him, he's not going to look at all the good things. I can, if you don't believe me, go to Matthew chapter 7 and read it all. And you will see where people came to him and said, he said, they will come to me that day. And they're going to list all the things that they have done. But I will still say to them, depart from me, I never knew you. So it is your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, not so what you have done. Okay, they will be burned up in, in, in the ashes. But it's what you have done. Do you have the cross? Do you have the signs of the cross in your life? Do you recognize what God has done for you? Jesus said in Luke 9 and 23, take up your, if any man will come after me. He did not talk about good works. He didn't talk about anything else. He said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me daily. So he's looking for the signs of the cross in your life. He's looking for that. That's what he's going to see when you stand before him. If it's not there, there's no evidence of the cross. Then he doesn't know you. So this morning, I just want to remind us all of God's love towards mankind, what he has done for us, and what he will do for you. It doesn't matter where you are. Who you are, what you've been doing, what you're doing. If you stop it, stop what you're doing, you know it's contrary to God's word. You can receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and Redeemer. Let us begin. Let's look first at John chapter 3. For God, and verse 16 and 17, verses 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And I want to look also at Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to read just a few verses there. And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, Wherein in time past we walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Verse 4, look at verse 4. We're showing you, we're talking this morning about God's great love. Despite how we were, who we were, what we were doing, and even what you're doing today, and what you are today as you listen. He said, verse 4, but God, think seriously about these words. God who is rich in mercy for his great love. Wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, still do committing your sins, 
still doing all those abominable things, hath he quickened us together with Christ by grace you're saved, and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. We will be the, the, what he's going to show, the riches of his grace, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And he said he's going to show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Let me say here again, the love of God extends to every creature who is named man or woman upon the face of the earth. Every person, every mortal, every man, every woman, when he comes, he's not looking for no in-between. He's looking for a male. He's looking for a woman. He's looking for a man. And he's going to say, I, you see, he died for men and women. He died for his creation. Why? Because of his great love. He did not look at your sins. I don't know who you are this morning. I don't know what is going on in your life. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're involved in. I don't know what your life is. I, listen, I don't even know what you call yourself. That's not my, my interest. My interest is for, to bring this message to you and to let you know when we celebrate Good Friday, it's not a day we celebrate. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We are celebrating the expression of God's love towards us. That even while we were dead in trespasses and sins, Jesus Christ gave his life a ransom for you, for me, and for the entire world. He's not looking at your sin. He's not looking at what you're doing right now. Because it said, for God, verse 17 of John 3, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This message this morning is to you if you do not know Jesus Christ. It is to you if you're still living in sin. It is to you who believe that, oh, once saved is always saved. It is to you who believe that you can live any kind of lifestyle you choose, but you will still go to heaven. It is not true. God loves it. Listen, it doesn't matter who you are as a sinner. He said, John 3, 17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So even though you're a sinner, doing all manner of evil, committing all manner of situations, living all kinds of lives that are contrary to God's will, he still loves you. He loves you, but he doesn't love what you do. So while others are telling you, it's going to be, it's okay. It's, you, you can be ordained. You're a Christian. God loves you. Of course he loves you. Of course he loves you. But does he know you? Are you living the kind of life that he requires you to live? Are you listening to man? Are you listening to what the scientists or the psychologists or the psych psychiatrists say to you? I listen to those who, who are abominable, who don't care about your soul, are you listening to God's messenger that says to you, you must repent. 
You must turn away from your sinfulness. You must accept Jesus Christ. You must stop the evil that you're doing. Stop the way that you're living. Don't do the things that God, God condemns. Do the things that God acknowledges and says, Yes, my son, my daughter, I receive you. I do not condemn you when you come to Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus died. And for those of you who are just coming in, this is Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We're at www.frministry.org. You can find us on Google, anywhere, you know, whatever you're searching, you can find us there. And um, we are a college also. Shekinah is an online Christian and institution, educational institution. And we invite you, if you have had a call in your life, or you just want to study the word, you want to know more about the word, because, you know, there are many people who listen to others. They go to church, but they are living lifestyles which are contrary. They are living in lies, deceit, unforgiveness, all manner of evil, all manner of abomination. And others are saying, it's okay. You can, you're still going to heaven. No, you're not. You're not going to heaven. Don't let people deceive you. They themselves are deceived. So we study the word. We help you. You know, it doesn't matter how far in sin, how deep in sin you are. This is what Good Friday is about. God so loving us that he sent his only son in the world to die. This is what Good Friday is about. It's not about, um, or you call, you talk about Easter or Passover. It's not what it is, just that. It is about the love and mercy, compassion, and God's grace. That's what Easter is about. That's what all Passover is about. That's what um, Good Friday is about. That's what Holy Week is about. That's what Palm Sunday is about. That's what it is. God's love towards mankind. Listen. Oh, praise God. When God sees you and you say, Father, forgive me. He doesn't see your sin. The moment you accept Jesus Christ, you become justified by faith. Because you accept him by faith, you become justified by faith. And you receive God's grace. You're justified by grace. Because when you accept salvation, you're justified. That means God doesn't see your sin anymore. He sees the blood of Christ on you. You're washed no matter how dirty you were. No matter how sin was dripping coming out of all your pores when you accept Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. When you say, Lord, come into my heart. Come in today. Come in to stay. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. When you say that and mean it and turn away from your sin, God no longer sees you as a sinner. He sees you as a son. Romans 8 tells you that immediately you become a member of the family of God. You become adopted. You become here to salvation because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Listen, Jesus didn't only die on the cross. He rose again on the third day. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. He's the only one. 
praise God of all the gods they have around the place, of all the, 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 the what can I say, the redeemers or whatever you want to call them, saviors they have, that other people worship. He is the only one this morning who is not in the tomb. We don't worship a tomb this morning. We don't worship a dead savior. We worship one who's alive. If he were dead, he could not save you. Jesus is, listen, if he were dead this morning, we would have no hope. If when he died over 2,000 years ago and was buried, he never rose from the dead, we would have no hope whatsoever. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It tells you if Jesus had not risen from the dead, then our salvation would be insane. It would be worthless. It would mean nothing at all. So this morning, where are you? Do you want to know Jesus Christ? Do you want to know about him? Are you living for Jesus Christ? Are you just going to church? Or, but you're still living the life that pleases you. You're living the way you have chosen, the way that suits you. Where are you this morning? What kind of life are you living? Are you content with your life? Are you content with what you have chosen? Are you content with the decision you have made for your life? Are you content or are you living for the Lord? Are you doing what the word says? Are you doing what the word says? Repent and be baptized. John 3 tells us, the same John 3, let me read a little bit more of it for you at the beginning, where Jesus, when Nicodemus met him, hear what Jesus said in verse 5. In verse 4, Nicodemus said, but you know what? I think I better start a little earlier. When um, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, the same John 3 we're reading, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Nicodemus says unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, and I hope you get the uh, understand of what I'm saying here about being born again. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So when you come to him, after giving all that statement and explaining to Nicodemus what salvation is about, what being born again is about, Jesus, the, the word of God comes where he said, and Jesus himself said it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's why Jesus came. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This morning, I want to ask you, 
You go to church. You belong to a church. You have a collar around your neck. You've been ordained. But are you saved? Have you been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ? Have you turned away from the sins that you're committing, the lifestyle that is contrary to God? Who are you? Does God know you? Do you think just going to church is enough? Jesus died for a reason. He did not die for animals. No, he did not. He did not die for some, but not for the others. He died for all of mankind. And it doesn't matter what sin you have committed, no matter how you're living. Maybe you have unforgiveness in your heart, and you're living with that. You're living with hatred. You're living with prejudice. You're living with malice, all sorts of things. All kinds of toxins are in your system. But this is what the blood of Jesus Christ does. Because when you live that kind of life, you are living a life that's dead. Because you're dead right there in sin. Oh, yes, physically you're alive. You're walking around. Oh, I'm not dead. I'm breathing. Of course you are breathing. But spiritually you are dead. You're a walking dead, spiritually. But if you want to be alive, this is the body. This body we have, it's going to decay and return to dust. What is important is your spirit, is your heart right with God. Is your heart right with God? So right now, if you do not know Jesus Christ, if you're celebrating Good Friday, maybe you have the day off, maybe you went to church, you went to mass, and you light your candles, and you did all of you had to do, and oh, and you're, whatever you do, whatever, whatever rites you, you, you take, take um, pleasure in. And you, feel, you leave and you feel good. I remember back in the day, we would be going to church at noonday. We'd go to church, find some church, go on Good Friday. But it's not about that. It's not just about going to church. It's not about saying, oh, it's Good Friday, take the day off. No, no, no. It's acknowledging what God has done for us. And for those of us who really know Christ, I'm not talking about people who go to church. I'm not talking about people who still living in sin, but they go to church with their collar around their neck. I'm talking about people who have recognized that they were sinners and they gave their life to Jesus Christ and they are living for him. He said, and you, this is who, these are the people Paul is speaking of in Ephesians chapter 2. You and you have he quickened, he has made us alive. We became members of the body of Christ. He said we were dead in trespasses and sins. And this morning, you're listening to me. If you have not repented, doesn't matter how many degrees you have. Doesn't matter where you went to school in terms of theology. If you have not repented, no matter how many MDV, DVD, TDD, or whatever you have, it will not get you into heaven. You must repent. You must be born again. That is what Jesus said. You cannot be living the way you know. I don't know how you're living, but you know you're living. It will not take you to heaven. You're going to be stopped at the door. Your good works will not get you there. You must know Jesus Christ. You must come alive in him. That's why I said you must be born again. You have he quickened. He's made you alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past ye walked. These are the new believers. <laughs> Amen. We too were like you. 
maybe not doing the same things, but we were sinners. Doesn't matter what the sin is, big sin, little sin, middle size, ton load sin, hundred weight sin, it's still S I N as my aunt used to say to me. <laughs> she always used to say, Sin is sin, you know? But we were there, we were we, we were committing sin just like you. We thought the way we wanted to. We acted the way we wanted to. Any words came to our mouths, we used them. We didn't care how we were hurt. But when Jesus Christ came in, oh, the songwriter said, when Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. When Jesus comes, all sins washed away. He takes the gloom and fills your life with glory. For all is changed. My brother, my sisters, all is changed when Jesus comes to stay, to stay. This is what Jesus was telling Nicodemus about. When you've been saved, this is what Paul is talking about. We were dead in trespasses and sins, but now we are quickened in him. We've been made alive in him. We're no longer dead. So this morning, if you do not know Jesus Christ, you are still dead. You're dead in your sin spiritually. And if you do not repent, you will die physically in your sin. You will die physically in your sin. So let me ask you this morning, do you want to know Jesus Christ? Do you want to be saved? Do you want to give your heart to the Lord Jesus this morning? There's an opportunity for you. If you so desire, we can pray for you. Oh yes, pray for you and show you that Jesus Christ, he loves you. He will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. If you give your heart to him this morning, you can say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come in today. Come in to stay. Lord Jesus, come into my heart, I pray. Trust in the Lord this morning. Know that God will never fail you. Know today that with God, all things are possible. And nothing will be impossible. Let us pray for you. This morning you've heard the word. It is saying to you that God loves you. It is because of his great love why he sent his son Jesus Christ to die a sinner for us. To die a common criminal. He committed no sin. He stole from no one. But he died. He took the curse and nail it all to the tree. You have hope this morning. You have an opportunity this morning. You cannot say you have not heard the word. Replay the tape. Maybe you believe to yourself, I'm not ready yet. You better make use of every opportunity you get to give your heart to the Lord. This is your time. This is your hour. Give your heart to the Lord and say, Lord, I just want to thank you for your love. Although I've been a sinner all my life, I ask you to forgive me as I repent now and turn away from my sins. I ask the Holy Spirit to come into my heart, to dwell there, that Lord, you will abide in my heart. You'll be my Savior, and I'll acknowledge you. And make sure in your heart that you mean it, because repentance means you turn away from the way you've been living. You cannot live a contrary life and say you're a Christian. You're not a Christian. You're a hypocrite. But when you give your heart to the Lord, when you say, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. Lord, come into my heart. 
Lord, let your will be done. I want to serve you, Lord. I want to live for you. The life I've been living has not been good. But Lord, here I am today. Take full control of my life. He will. So I pray, hope that you pray the prayer. Listen, you don't have to follow what I say. You tell the Lord exactly how you feel. Listen, if you're feeling the pangs of sin, you're feeling the need to repent, do it now. Do it now. Do not give in to the enemy to say later, I'm too young, well, I have this to do and I need to complete this. Do it right now. You have the opportunity. Accept the Lord Jesus Christ and repent. And by the way, remember, it is because of God's love why you have lasted this long. Amen. The devil would have destroyed you already, but because of God's love. So you want to reach us, we're at www.frministry.org. This is Shekinah Theological College and Faith Restoration Ministries that come to you. And our topic this morning was God's great love to mankind. That is why you and I still have hope. That's why this morning you heard this message, because hope is still alive. God still loves you, despite what you're going through, despite what you're doing. God loves you. Again, Faith Restoration Ministries, restoring lives from the inside out, and Shekinah Theological College, answering what does the word say. Are you looking for an online college, Bible college, where we study the word? Come to Shekinah at www.frministry.com. Dot org 678-964-4096. God bless you. Until we meet again, take care. And remember, open your heart to him. Remember, if no one loves you, God loves you. God bless you.